0: All right, all right, all right. You're listening to the We're Talking Football podcast. I'm Weston. With me as always, my right-hand man, Lou. Lou, the days are long, but the months are real fast. The 2021 NFL season is finally behind us as we look forward to the 2022 offseason. We quasi began this last week when we started talking about the Senior Bowl. But very soon, we'll be exploring the world of free agency and the 2022 NFL draft. But but before we get to that point, it is only right that we spend a few minutes discussing Super Bowl 56 and crowning the new champs, the Los Angeles Rams.
1: How much did that hurt you to say, by the way?
0: I had to read it real fast, so I didn't have to, like, <laughs> interpret it emotionally. Um, but now, that I brought that,
1: now that I brought yeah. that out, now, yeah. It's
0: yeah, now the show's <laughs> over, hanging up, and I'll see you in two weeks. Probably so. one
1: of our best shows we've done now.
0: <laughs> I know. <laughs> yeah. Short, sweet, to the point, Ramps champ, see you later. Um, if it's any indication, dude, after they won the game, I just turned it off. Like, I didn't watch any celebrations, anything like that. And, like, kudos to them. Like, sour grapes for me, like, I'll be the first to admit it is what it is. We know how hard it is to get to the Super Bowl, um, and they won it, right? And probably deservingly so, uh, at least based on the way that the game went. But we will also touch upon this evening a very – in your eyes, in my eyes not so much, but in your eyes, a controversial comment I made to you during the Super Bowl. I'm, I'm going to save it because we'll get to
1: it. I would like and- to bring it up, by the way. I, I have, So I would like to uh, you know uh, let the listeners know – of the comment and then you okay. can refute it.
0: There's a time and place for this and okay. I'm absolutely prepared to refute it. Um, and then we will end with the introductions for our first time ever. Our 22 man rosters for what we're, I'm going to call our ultimate teams, a super, super team, team. Super, super team, team. Um, We'll explain the rules when we when we get to that segment and kind of how we came up with this. This is your little baby. Um, I wasn't exactly thrilled about it until I started doing it. And then I became like addicted to doing it and coming up with all these different formulas and how I was going to leverage certain things, which all make sense in a little while. Um, But without further ado, let's go ahead. Let's jump right into our our recap of Super Bowl fifty six. Just a reminder to from our show last week, um, some of the things that I think we agreed upon were like these teams somewhat mirror themselves offensively. Uh, we both talked about how this game would probably come down uh, to the defense. Stars on both sides were going to eat um regardless right that's just it's a a big play big play players big time players will come up with big time plays and big time scenarios in the big time game it's what it boiled down to but as i mentioned your super bowl 56 champions are the los angeles rams lou tell me kind of let's like kind of banter back and forth here a little bit about it
1: uh first and foremost i'm probably going to say something that people think will be a little controversial I feel like the best part of, this, of, the, of that game was the halftime show. Um, the halftime show was awesome. Uh, I think we really do have to pay homage to that. Uh, I felt young again for the first time, probably about in like seven years. Uh, it was great seeing all those, uh, you know, those, uh, those rappers on stage and what have you. Uh, I just thought the game was a little boring. And maybe because it's more of my mindset, I, you know, I root for an AFC team. AFC team is usually high-flying, a lot of scoring. Uh, you can say this was good defense. I can say it's sloppy offense. Um, the game changed for the Rams, in my opinion, as soon as Odell got hurt, because they were rolling. They were rolling. He brought. He, after Odell got hurt, I felt like the Rams. I'm like, oh shit, they're in trouble, because they couldn't establish the run. They were like horrendous against the run. Like I think they averaged like 1.8 yards per you know per carry and what have you. They just couldn't do anything, you know, in the running game. I'm like, who is gonna be the person opposite of Cooper Cupp, who's going to be the other playmaker and they they had trouble you know establishing a, a secondary playmaker and I think that's why the game became you know real close and you know in that regard so um, I thought it was a, a little boring both defense played pretty well um, a couple of controversial plays you know it wouldn't be a Super Bowl without controversial play but I'll say this is this was a fantastic postseason uh, this was a, a decent Super Bowl. But in my opinion, when I'm thinking about it. I'm not sure if I said this to you uh, before, but do you feel like the best team won the champion, like the the, the Super Bowl, like the, the Super Bowl this year? Because I don't feel like the best team won the Super Bowl. In my opinion, I feel like how this how this whole all went down was the best team of the day won the Super Bowl, and that, that can be like a real ignorant, you know, comment. But I told you when the, first, when the playoffs first started, I'm not a believer in the Rams and. I still am not. They're good, but I think they're beatable. And if you if you really watch the game, nothing really stood out. Like what stood out with the, you know you know with this Rams team? It wasn't no. their the offense wasn't electric. Their running game wasn't great. You know outside of Cooper Cup, there was nothing. And Cooper Cup beat you, but he beat you in ways where it's not exciting. Um, their defense, okay, yeah, they played good, but it wasn't like suffocating defense so i don't know i just felt like this this is probably one of the most lackluster super bowl winners in my opinion of all time and i'm not being a hater because i'm a Chargers fan I'm like oh the fight for la i don't give a shit about that all right that's not that's not where i'm coming from um i just i don't know i just felt like it wasn't it wasn't even one of those cases where like oh the new york giants when they won it all the highest team won it not the best team i didn't feel like the rams were the highest team either so no
0: no, I so a couple things I want to address. Yes, I, too, did love the the halftime show, although I'm going to be corny here. I think I said it first before social media did. And I might have even text you about 50 cent looking like a whole dollar, bro. He was <laughs> he put on a, a couple LBs. Um, yeah,
1: they're all like, what, went in the 50s now? Come in, come in. Come on.
0: Um I don't think 50 is, but Drake and Snoop definitely are. And, like, who is better than Snoop? Like, honestly, by the way, like, he is the – like, Snoop should be president of the United States. Like, well, honestly. I
1: didn't know he smoked weed. Did you see what happened? Yeah. <laughs> <tell> you, what?
0: <laughs> Bro, what you just said is the funniest thing ever because – There was a point in time where Snoop like came out publicly, like saying like he was trying to like stop smoking and claiming that he wasn't burning anymore. And Jimmy Kimmel had him on. I don't know if you remember this, but I think it was Jimmy Kimmel's like, like his entire first week that his show was on. Snoop was a recurring guest every night for the entire first week. And Jimmy brought this up and he's like, Snoop, I thought you said you didn't smoke no more. And they showed a picture from, like, the previous night where they had, like, confetti falling or something like that. And the way they caught Snoop was all, all slant-eyed, like, half-open, like, looking high as a kite. And he was just like, oh, oh you, had to, you had
1: to show that picture? <laughs> you know, like. Yeah, it's like Snoop Dogg and half-baked. Nah, I stopped, I stopped smoking, smoking yesterday. yesterday. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, that's too bad. I stopped smoking yesterday.
1: <laughs> um,
0: halftime show was legit. Yeah. I got. I literally got. Best I'm halftime gonna, show ever. I. I got chills when Dre sat at the piano and once he started hitting those keys and it just like, that, I ain't mad at you. I'm like, I was Oh like, my God, bro. I, I like, thought Yo. Tupac hologram was Tupac, coming up.
1: No, I thought Tupac was coming back from Cuba. <laughs> if he was going to come like, back, it would have been was, for this event. Exactly. Um,
0: I, I know like, I'm going to sound like an old head at this point. Um, I'm not trying to bash the individual. I just don't particularly care for Kendrick Lamar and his, and his music. So, you know, again, not a knock on him; it's just not my taste. But like the lineup of M, Fifty, Dre, Snoop, Mary J. Blige, like that's our childhood, dude. Like that's what we grew up on. So yeah. yes, I think the the hype lived up to the anticipation. Okay. I very much enjoyed that I, from from the setup to the songs to the collaboration. Um, it was it was definitely, in my opinion uh the best halftime show that I've watched, because it spoke the most to me, right? Yes. Like it was what it boiled down to.
1: By the way, Fifty Cent is forty-six years old.
0: Yeah. So, like I said, he's not he fifty yet. Bad. He doesn't look bad. Nah, nah. I'm he's just, I'm just saying, like too much great bro. When fifties albums were dropping, dude, he was, yeah, he was 20... roided. I'm sure, bro. That was twenty uh, years ago, man. <laughs> oh my god, it was yeah, yeah, twenty wow. years ago.
1: I, just, I just, wow, yeah, I just holy. Hurt you there. God. All right. So go ahead. All man, right. Your
0: so the game. Um, I, I'd counter and say that I thought it was an interesting game, okay. <clears throat> just because I felt it was like a a big play could happen at any moment. It really outside of the the T Higgins, you know, catch to start the second half. Like that was probably the lone like big play, like explosive play.
1: The Jamar we, Chase one handed catch was sick. So. Yeah, dude,
0: he's 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 a special player. Um. I will say this, and I agree with you wholeheartedly that OBJ going down changed the dynamic of the game because he was he was eating right. Cup was Cup didn't have to do much, and then it made them single handed in the passing game. No Tyler Higby in this game, exactly. right? So then being able to just take away Cup, and for all intents and purposes, they did it for almost four quarters, right? Like <laughs> literally almost four quarters. I think what stood out to me was, in crunch time, Cooper Cup showed you he was that dude. Like they didn't even mm-hmm. try to disguise it. Like you knew they were going to him, and they did, and they still got, and they still executed. Which is like to me, what a big time player does, right? Like the spotlight is on you. The defense knows that they're going to force this ball into you, and you still um, find ways. But I do think that they played even football. Here's what I hated about the game, and I hated how the refs, people were walking away from that game saying that the refs left their footprint on it, and they believed that because it felt like the officials didn't get involved until the final two minutes of the game. For the most part, they were letting these guys play. You're talking about, yes, obviously. Like a an obvious missed offensive pass interference on the T. Higgins that you can only see in slow mo in real time. Like you, it just looks like he's fighting back for the ball. But they missed holding calls, delay of game calls, offside. People just lining up offsides all game long. False starts. They missed it all. They let them play. I had no issue with that. Where I have an issue is in the most important moments of the game. All of a sudden, they're finding their flags and they're finding them in bunches, and that's not again sour grapes because it didn't turn out the way that I wanted it to be I have no problem if the Rams came down and and won that game in the manner in which they did but I just it just again felt like the referees asserting themselves at an inopportune time and I think that just like leaves a little bit of stain on the game for the winner right and it gives an excuse for the loser and I don't think that should be the case whatsoever.
1: Yeah, I think it's ridiculous because all right, so if you're talking I'm assuming you're you're referencing the uh the Logan Wilson hold uh, in the fourth quarter. All right, that wasn't a hold. I get it and they score a touchdown. So you're giving the Rams a touchdown. But it really washes away the other touchdown that the uh, referees gave uh the Cincinnati Bengals. In my opinion, I think that the biggest issue was not the, the ref- listen to that two bad calls i get but they they washed each other out so if you're the Bengals, you can't say or if you're a Bengals fan you can't say hey you know you know we got job because of the refs or what have you you know you're forgetting about that 75 yard you know bomb the t higgins uh for me it was more about uh execution especially in the fourth quarter um where was Mixon on, the, on those you know third and fourth down yeah. uh, plays uh awful play awful design um And they went away from the run in the first half. The first half, I thought they were pretty efficient, uh, you know, with the run. Very
0: efficient. Very efficient. Second half, very.
1: Yeah, second half, you know, they were not. uh, They did not do enough to run the ball. And I think we were talking about this, you know, via text. You were like, "Oh no, that's not who they are. They're an air out." But yeah, but who they are? They're an air out team. But they also a team that gave up seventy sacks, you know, to Joe 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 Burrow. This could have been a way. You, how do you beat the Rams? What you guys do, you run right at them, right? Right at them. And they were doing it first half, they stopped doing the second half. First half, there was only one sack against Joe Burrow. And by the end of the game, Joe Burrow got sacked seven times. So they got, he got sacked six times in half when they stopped running the ball. So you can't tell me there's no correlation between that, in my opinion. So uh, I think it's more on the Bengals. It's just they win despite their coach, and they lose because of their coach, in my opinion.
0: Yeah. Um, so I have this note here and I distinctly remember our text conversation me saying like, Hey, this is not who they are. And this is one thing about hindsight it's always 2020 um, and easy to come back to and just say, they probably abandoned the run too early. Um, and I agree with that after going back and kind of watching this again and thinking about the game flow where I think my initial reaction was like, why are you a team that has won and made it this far, do with a lack of running game over the last five to six weeks, where it's been non-existent. Stick with what's working, but and it was existent sh- in yeah. They started this showing game.
1: life, yeah. They, so, ran the, they ran the ball only twenty, uh, only twenty times in the game. And if you're really nitpicking, it's actually only eighteen because two of those, uh, two of the times were scrambles from Joe Burrow. So yeah. why well, I don't know why they abandoned the run completely second half.
0: Yeah, I don't know. Um You just mentioned it, right? Like the blueprints there on how to stifle the Rams' defense. Um, but we said that we said this game was going to come down to the defenses, and I do want to give Cincinnati their props and their defensive coordinator for taking Cooper Cup out of the game for almost the entire game. Like, I mean, you're talking about the triple crown winner as a wide receiver, and I think prior to like those final drives, he had like three for 43, right? Like, that's a win. Like, you'll take that all day long. I'll also say this: um, I think Logan Wilson, in my opinion, was the best defensive player on the field in the Super Bowl. He was everywhere, everywhere. I know you want to say some things and you can say what you want and we'll get to that point. And I have my counter arguments for you, but I don't think you can dispute that Logan Wilson was the best defensive player on that field. Um, He plays a position that doesn't influence the passing game or doesn't impact the defense's passing game as much as the player that you want to talk about. So those opportunities aren't there, but in terms of coverage, pursuing the ball carrier, very instrumental of washing out that rams rushing attack and they were trying to run the ball or they were making a heavy effort to be able to do this but at the end of the day this game was run one by the rams defense like they sacked burrow seven times like we talked about how much of a liability the Bengals' offensive line is and it reared its ugly head i mean the final offensive play from cincinnati like highlights this i mean Chase got behind Ramsey. Ramsey was falling to the ground. Burrow just didn't have that enough time to Yo, release that ball.
1: By the way, was I the only one that thought he actually, when he kind of like when he was falling down, Burrow and he threw it. That I thought P Ryan caught that because of the angle. I thought he caught that uh, P Ryan at the, that last play. I you didn't I think, I, I, he did I, didn't an think
0: I, I didn't think so. Um, I think I was just more watching like the pressure on burrow um, and then being like, Hey, this game's over. Um, and, and now it's a fact that it, it's over. But to me again, all in all an, an enjoyable game. Um, I did watch attentively um from start to finish. And I think it was enjoyable for me. Um, even though I went into this game slightly, butthurt hurt. Cause I very much felt like my team had every opportunity to be playing in this game, but you know, what was great about this? It was two teams that we just haven't seen yet. You know? Um, You know, it's like hearing about during the game that the entire city of Cincinnati was closing down schools on Monday after Super Bowl. Like, that's awesome. Right. Because why? Because they haven't been here in 30 something years. Right. In this game, Boomer Siason was their quarterback the last time they played in the Super Bowl. Um, So just things like that were like really cool. I don't ever root for the Los Angeles Rams. Um, I did have a I do have a buddy that is a Rams fan. I text him to congratulate him. I haven't talked to him in a while, not even throughout the season. Turns out he was at the Super Bowl. Um, and sent me some videos from like the the celebration after the fact. But even like that, like kind of story like that warms my heart. Like young guy getting to go see his team. Like, I'm envious. Like, if my team was in the Super Bowl, dude, I promise you I'd sell my left arm to be at that game, you know, because it's been 27 years. Uh, since i've been able to even discuss that it's been 27 years since you've been able to, to discuss well i shouldn't Two say tw- 27 years since we last won a super bowl excuse me too uh, soon for
1: me Wes, <laughs> but Lou, one
0: thing i do want to ask you about and apparently i must have had my head up my ass and missed this but like where is all this nonsense coming from about mcveigh and aaron donald retirement talk like can we put that shit to bed? Like they literally just won a Super Bowl. Aaron Donald will become the highest paid defensive player in the league. McVeigh has every piece of leverage possible to get a 10-year extension and name his price. Like, where are these guys going? I'm, Mc, I'm McVeigh well, is still like five years younger than us.
1: Jeez, you're you're hitting below belts numerous comments. <laughs> uh I get that actually the McVeigh uh you know thought process there because after the Super Bowl before the Super Bowl, he probably looked at uh, there's you know he probably went on like you know over, you know over the cap or spot track, and was like, yo, we're like hundred million dollars over the cap and we don't have a first round pick until, uh, twenty fifty. Uh, you know what? If we win this, he he was I think he was you know in the back of his head he was doing his best George Costanza. He wants to leave on a high note, leave him one of them more, and I get that. As for um, Aaron Donald. Maybe it's just gesturing for more money uh, because he's still in his prime. Um, Some might consider him, you know, top, you know, two, one, one top one or two uh, best defensive players in the league. Some people, some people. Um, So maybe it's just, I think maybe it's just him gesturing for, you know, posturing for a new contract. Just like how Jim Harbaugh was coming to the NFL and wow, today he came out. You got a five-year deal from uh, Michigan. Ain't that something? (laughs) So maybe it's just him gesturing, but McVay, He'd be like, oh, man, I don't want to deal with this, you know, with, with you know, cutting so many people and, and stuff like that. So, I don't know. Listen, I mean, the, both of these
0: guys have made generational wealth, right? Like, and McVeigh at, a, like, a really young age. But, like, as a coach, like, you got longevity, you know? And now you have Dude, a guaranteed could... job for, like, it takes a long time for that Super Bowl luster to wear off. You know, Dude, you can ride he, those
1: He could have he, he done the Bill Cowher thing, you know, won a Super Bowl, go into, like, you know, uh, be like an analyst or whatever for a couple of years and for every, like, you know, two, three years coming back to the NFL to, at the right situation, call for it. So he, yeah. I understand it. Uh, I, it would have been interesting, but. I,
0: I actually understand Aaron Donald more than McVeigh just because the player sentiment. We see this more and more where players go out under their own terms. Calvin Johnson. Yeah, but those, um, those, those, Andrew those Luck, are. Andrew
1: they- Luck. <laughs> I was gonna say those players are usually in Detroit. <laughs> yeah, Barry Sanders, yeah, Sanders. Calvin.
0: <laughs> but like going out under their own terms, and no better time to go out under your own terms. Post, I still argue that Brady should have hung it up after the last Super Bowl because, like, that literally was mm-hmm. like stamp on the career. Like, what else do yes. you possibly have to accomplish at that point? Um, so, I guess I I I understand that. Listen, they play in my division. If both these guys want to hang it up cool by me you know what i mean like slides them out of being as competitive as, as they are uh, but that was kind of my final note i was like what what did i miss like where did all this conjecture come from leading up to the game i was like is it just bored analysts like speculating or have these guys like because i literally did not see them again my team wasn't playing it. So I didn't follow much like lead like let's put it this way. The 49ers were playing the Super Bowl. I probably would have called out the week prior to. I probably would have been glued to NFL network every single day, all day, leading into the game. Dude, I barely watched pregame for this. Like I just it was like maybe an hour before the game. Flipped on the tube and was like, "All right, let's get this going." Spend some time in the kitchen, preparing some food, doing some shit like that. But that was that was it, man.
1: I tell you how this happened. Aaron Donald's uh, agent and uh, Sean McVay's agent were sitting in the press box, and they came up with this thing. They were listening to some Wu Tang, and they're like, "You know, what? this is a great idea." Cash rules everything around me. Cream, get the money. Dollar, 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 bill dollar bill, bill, yeah. That's the second time I've actually said it's in the show the last couple of uh, weeks, but it's true. They're gonna they they want to get that money
0: and you know what i can't even blame him can't even blame him um you only got so much so much of an earning window in-, in your nfl career but that's what's more baffling about mcveigh like he's still got like 30 more years he can do this you know what i mean not that he wants to right like he's got a young family i'm sure he wants to spend his time with him. like the player i understand more because of the wear and tear on their body and like you know you play a violent position like anything can happen in a single play. Like what's McVeigh worried about the, like a, a player coming out of bounds and roll up on his ACL. Like he'll be out of coaching next week, you know, like no big deal. Um, you got anything more about the game? Or are you ready to, uh, to I'm, pack I'm ready.
1: Up? I'm 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 ready for our next All topic, right. my friend. All right. So one Man.
0: second before we do it, I'll let you intro it. Okay. Um, I'm going to be passionate during this, just so you know, because you, you're acting like I was trying to steal your lunch money with my comment, but Again, congratulations to the Los Angeles Rams, Super Bowl 56 champions, um, to the fans, all 12 of you, uh, three less than the, the L.A. Charger fans in L.A. Um, I hope you enjoy it for the next 10 years and look forward to, to seeing. The, the only solace I take from this is at least my team was eliminated by the Super Bowl champions. But I will address something that you said earlier real quick, Lou. before we go, is no, I do not feel the best team Won the Super Bowl. I think the best team that day won the Super Bowl, and the team that, by my account, was more deserving in this game. But heading into the postseason, I do not think so. Um, I do think the hey, sometimes you can only play the games in front of you, right? We've talked about that. Um, and things stacked up well from them based on their seating on who they saw uh, going in front. Um, you know i think they got the benefit of doubt playing the 49ers in the NFC championship a team that they were seeing for the third time that season where had that been the green bay packers had that been the tampa bay buccaneers that might have been tougher sledding um uh, well, less than, the Bucks. Yeah but still like less familiarity like a little things on tape like the team can make adjustments when you're playing a team a third time um, it does become increasingly difficult um, so i don't know i i i i feel like the packers were a better team you know, coming into the postseason in the AFC, you know, I know I picked the Chiefs to represent the AFC, but I do feel like the Buffalo Bills were the best team in the AFC. Um, so, you know, I don't think the best team won and I don't even think the team that got the hottest one. I think my team got the hottest at the right time and then mm-hmm. just um, hit a hit a speed bump and no- nonetheless taking nothing away from the Los Angeles Rams. You got to win the game when you're there um, and, and you did. So congratulations, um, Lou. Yep. It's that time, bro. Go ahead.
1: All right. So obviously, Weston and I were uh, chatting uh, via text messaging, and, and I cannot confirm nor deny uh, how many glasses of uh, – what are you? I know you're a red wine guy, but what are I'm you? I'm a
0: Pinot Noir guy.
1: So I don't know how many glasses deep a uh, Pinot Noir. Weston, a handful. No, a handful. So that's like, what, three, four?
0: Probably closer to five at that so, point so, in the game.
1: <laughs> But I actually – when you said – When you texted me, he texted me something extremely disturbing. And when he texted that to me, I took that into consideration. And I'm going to tell everyone pretty much um, how many outs I gave this gentleman in front of me right now. And he refused to, you know, he refused to, you know, to uh, pretty much take those outs. So I don't backpedal. I have the I, I I have the text message in front of me. And the first comment from Weston says starting to feel like Donald is overrated, overrated, dude, in which, let me go through this, in which I replied back with a Chris Rock gif, huh? Weston doubles down and says, I've just seen too many games this year where he's a non-factor. Just saying. By the way, after Weston said just that that text message, Aaron Donald got a sack, by the way. So this is all transpiring. And then... Weston went for the trifecta here. He's really good, but I no longer believe he's the best defensive player in the league. And once again, I give Weston an out. We reply back, okay, I can see that. So what, top three? And Weston, his final nail, the coffin, says, not for me anymore. Weston Smith does not think Aaron Donald is a top three defensive player in the NFL. Yeah. Yeah, and I, 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 so two things. I think, I, I think so. So I, I started thinking, it's one of two things: either you're being like Buck Nasty and just being a straight up hater right now, or I get it. There are great players that when they play certain teams, they disappear. They don't perform. I can't think of the top top of my head right now, but I'm just saying they don't perform well. And I get that you guys neutralize. Aaron Donald you are his kryptonite fine there's 31 other teams that that can't do what you guys do so go ahead because then I have a counter to you what you're going to say in your thought process okay
0: so let's be very clear about this what this boils down to is me not saying that Aaron Donald is a bad football player because he is not what I am saying and I am staying committed to is that he is no longer the best defensive player in the league
1: or top 3. Can you name me top uh, three players better than him please?
0: Um I will. I will say TJ Watt, Miles Garrett.
1: Oh, that's a stretch.
0: And I'll even say Nick Bosa.
1: Are you, are you, oh my god, you're being such a homer. Right no, man.
0: bro, go look at go look at the statistics, bro. Look at look at Nick uh, bosa statistics 15 and a half sacks 21 tackles for a loss that's more than donald in both of those categories nick bosa was has the highest double team rate in the nfl so he stops the run commands double teams and still has more sacks and they scheme donald they don't scheme bosa they leave him out on an edge they'll move donald up and down the line to find mismatches. again dude I want to be very clear on what we're arguing here. What we are arguing is, I am saying he is no longer. Meaning, once upon a time, he probably was deservingly so, the best defensive player in the NFL.
1: Bro, a I, ago, bro, a year ago, a year ago, we literally did a show where we both agreed he's the pass best rushers, team.
0: pass rusher. We labeled him the number one pass rusher. In the NFL. That's what we labeled him. What did we just talk about? Dude, they talked about it during the game. Said, how do you neutralize Aaron Donald? You run the football at him. So to me, if you are the best player in the league at your at your position, on one side of the ball, whatever it is, there's really not a way to neutralize you i'm gonna ask you to recall Uh, back to hold on no 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 no. you open up this can of worms bro you're gonna let me get all the way through it
1: i'm gonna ask you to go back to
0: to jj watt in his prime when he was winning consecutive defensive player of the year awards was he not equally as dominant against the pass as he was against the rush and doing a multitude of things no flaw in his game. Look, Aaron donalds he can stop the run. Like He can clog gaps. He can create mismatches. He can do all of that. But there are ways to neutralize him. Yes, I'll use my team as an example, right? Three games against San Francisco 49ers. What does Aaron Donald do best? Sacks the quarterback. How many sacks did he have in those three games? Zero. How many rushing yards did we put up? In those three games, over three hundred, almost three hundred and fifty yards rushing across three games, and one of them in the NFC Championship was like a fifty-yard performance, right? So that, that. also That's came down execution. Point. No, no, I, I'm I'm still going. In those games, he was going against Daniel Brunskill. Do you know who Daniel Brunskill is? You probably don't, right? A no-name right guard in the NFL that might not start on. Well, he probably would start on some other teams because we do have. A solid offensive line, right? Like we're not like a bunch of no names, um, things of of that nature. Here, you're going to point to the Super Bowl. You're going to mention his his two sacks. One, at a very crucial time in the NFL, specifically in the game, specifically when you and I were talking shit about this, right? Like it just came up at the right time. Made me eat my words a little bit. But I'm going to counter with how awful the Bengals offensive line is. We discussed that actually at length going into this. So here's another thing I want you to consider his multi-sack games. So in a game where he had more than one sack came against the 15th ranked, the 20th ranked and the 29th ranked offensive lines in the league against the Cardinals, the Bengals in this game and the Texans. So what's he doing? He's eating up inferior hold on, hold on. competition. Like, again, the, argu- yeah, the hold, argument hold, hold, here hold, is he is picture. no longer see- the best
1: defensive player in the league. Listen, uh, I'm holding a picture uh, in our, in our uh, show right now. Please explain to the listeners what are you looking at right now.
0: I'm looking at a triple team on Aaron Donald.
1: Thank you. And, by the way, hold on, hold on. And, that, and, Can, and, that was, and that now, was,
0: now, dude. Now, do Nick Bosa and all the ones that I sent you throughout dude, the year where big, he's double or triple team uh, and in headlocks, dude. Superstars get attention, think, superstars yeah, think, get
1: attention. Overcome all right, so hot. So he was, he was getting triple team in, in, in the Super Bowl. He still ended up with two sacks, one QB hit, three QB uh, hurries. According to PFF, this is something crazy. Pressures in the Super Bowl, the Bengals had six pressures the whole defense, yeah. Aaron Donald had eight pressures. He okay. out-pressured the whole Bengals defense. We're, Bengals we're not, defense is a pretty good defense by the way. But and we're the, not arguing.
0: Is, is not. We're not arguing if he's better okay, so, than the Bengals defense. What we're of all, arguing he, is he's no longer the And yeah, so what he had eight pressures. Do the Bengals give up nine friggin' sacks to the Tennessee Titans? Seven sacks against the Rams everybody got home but he was in getting triple yeah but he was
1: getting triple team man and so, I guarantee
0: he wasn't getting home on a triple team right so he was getting but, home on, on but, one-on-ones and but, schemed open but
1: your, but your boy Nick Bosa would get home on a triple team so, no anyway no I'm, so, not. So, I'm just saying so, I'm just so, countering so, your argument that
0: huh so you are so, so top tier players get attention and I'm not yes. saying he's not a top-tier player I'm just saying he's no longer the best defensive player in the league period period, yeah. period.
1: Okay, well, real quick, uh, we've talked about T.J. Watt and his performance, Weston, about his pass rush uh, win rate, the fact that it's so low, but he has so many high sacks, meaning, and you, these are words coming from your mouth, he gets those lucky sacks because he lines up wide nine and what have you. From He gets a lot of those sacks to fall into his lap from because of Cameron is uh, applying pressure on the opposite side because of Bud Dupree was applying uh, pressure from the upside. So this is, am I wrong with saying this? No. No. So, so, so right then and there, uh, there is a weakness to TJ Watt. If he was to be like, you know, maybe his game isn't as strong as you're saying, and you're just looking at the stats, the, the sack stats. So that's first and foremost. Secondly, Miles Garrett, I love Miles Garrett, and I think he's up there, but he is he is no Aaron Donald in my opinion. Uh, that's just my opinion. And Nick Nick Bosa, you're come on, man, you're you're being a homer, man. I mean, I'm not this, being
0: a homer, dude.
1: Look it up bro look up this
0: listen at the end of the day these guys are judged on statistics okay so maybe a slight homer by putting both oh, over oh i a couple Donald. more of
1: the, can I have some some more dewar
0: no 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 no. no 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 there's no backpedaling here bro like again the argument and the most important argument is he's no longer the best so yes we did talk about tj watt gets a little, because he plays in that wide nine, maybe every once in a while the quarterback boots out to him. But you know what is different? Is I guarantee if you went and looked at this, I don't have the stat in front of me. I'm just willing to guarantee it, that the majority of his sacks come on third down when all attention is probably focused on him and he still gets home and still gets 22 and a half sacks. And you know what else he does? he de- he bats balls down at the line. He intercepts passes. He forces fumbles. He's an opportune playmaker and he out statistics Aaron Donald in every single one of those categories on top. Can so
1: I, ask you, can I ask you a question Weston. Yeah. Uh, so sack leaders usually traditionally where do they come from? Meaning like from the what outside? position. Yeah, from the outside. Well, why is that? Why is that, Weston?
0: To, to try to promote one-on-one.
1: Yeah. It, yeah. There's, you definitely have, there's definitely more uh, uh, one-on-ones on the outsides than there are in, in the interior. And, and that's a hundred percent. Right. And I just feel like the reason why is because it's so much harder to get interior pressure because there's so much junk you have to siphon through. You have to siphon through guards centers and running backs where you get the chip. i understand when you're when you're on the outside you get chipped by running back you get chipped by a tight end but you know what you can do you can do stunts and things like that not saying that Aaron Donald can't do that but it's so hard to get interior pressure man that's why it's so much more valuable so uh, hold on but,
0: hold and the way on. and
1: Donald puts stats close he might not put as 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 good as TJ Watt you know the stats the sack stats and all but what he does, he puts it pretty close, and from a harder position internally. So I'm sorry if they're comparable, but he plays a harder position that he's you know lined up you know interiorly in the, in the interior. You know I'm a, and you know what? I'm just also using using your phrase here. It's the eyeball test. My eyes tell me Aaron Donald is a beast, and he's the best. I don't when I watch T.J. Watt, I don't like wow. When I'm watching Aaron Donald, I'm like damn. No, I love Nick Bosa. Uh, I really do. He's probably top three edge rusher, you know, in the NFL, uh, and I love him. But I also don't get that holy shit, you know, this Aaron Donald feeling that I do when I watch Aaron Donald. The last player that gave me this feeling is is uh you know uh, the other Watt brother, so JJ, uh, JJ Watt.
0: Yeah. <clears throat> so. Hey, And listen, every and once in a while and, and, and once upon a time, J.J. Watt was no longer the best defensive player in the NFL. It's okay. It's okay. So what I'm saying now is he's just no longer that. And Lou, I went back in the archives and I pulled up my notes from when we went through the top 10 pass rushers. And I have some statistics here on Aaron Donald about where he lines up and where he gets his sacks from. I know we talked about TJ being in the nine technique,
1: he's never out that far. I, listen, he's not out that far. I understand they. But they in twenty twenty, he out. had
0: four coming from the seven technique. That's wide outside. That's one on one. That's not okay. interior. So they get creative with him,
1: of course. And As move, you have to do
0: with all your playmakers.
1: Yeah, and they do a lot creative with Nick Bosa too. He's not just sitting all the, – they do uh, stunts and splits.
0: but he's always outside. He's never lined up over the center or the guard. And, again, the, the, but, but the argument's right. not I, here, I'm Aaron I'm Donald. Right. is really not Aaron Donald over Nick Bosa. It's just that Aaron Donald is no longer – and it's okay. Bro, top three, top four, top five, like you're splitting hairs. I'm just telling I'm, you he's not number one anymore.
1: I'm going to do two polls. Uh, First poll is, is Aaron Donald better than Nick Bosa?
0: Can't wait to vote.
1: Yep. Second one would be, is Aaron Donald the best defensive player in the league?
0: Bad news for you, Lewis. You've been hanging out with me. you got a lot of 49er followers, and there's a lot of homers in that world. Oh bro. You're, <laughs> setting, yourself up. You're okay. setting yourself up right I are, now. I already, muted
1: you. You. I already muted the Trey Lance talk oh, dude, <laughs> on I can't, Twitter. Because... Oh, man. Stop.
0: I, I'm over it, too. Like, let, let the kid come out and play. Like, I know how I, in my heart, know he's going to he's going to be a good player. He's going to have every opportunity. There's like videos I know. Like and he's talented. As We're talking all. about
1: practice. I'm I not saying that. I'm like, but why? And it's because there's so no much... game tape. Well, not only that, but why is there so much hatred towards him? Because there's no game tape. And why is there so much like affinity to proving that, that hatred wrong with practice? So it's just like, wow, this is getting out of hand.
0: So Ooh. let you, let you in on dirty little secret nobody hates 49er fans more than other 49er fans. (laughs) It's like, like, bro, it is ridiculous. The battles that go back and forth and the shit that is talked. Like I've never, never seen like it. There are times where I just want to get off of Twitter because it is like that bad. It's like, yo, can we just like, like even the Jimmy G slander, right? Like there's just a group of people that swear by him. And there's a group of people that can't stand him. And the band. Like, what are these people going to do when he's no longer there? Like, what are they going to argue over? And I'm just like, I don't care who, like, I do care. But at the end of the day, like you can march out Colt McCoy. You can march, go back in the day and march out Ken Dorsey or Jim Druckenmiller. Bet your ass on Sunday. I'm cheering for them. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not cheering against them. Like, The most important thing to me is my team winning on Sunday. And I just don't get it. Like some of this fan base takes more pride and just like arguing with each other and who wins an argument and there's no winner in it. Like there's no winner, you know, like, Oh, I'm right. Okay. So, so what? All right. You say you're a fan of this team and we just fucking lost. Like, what are we (laughs) doing here? You know, like I don't get it.
1: All right, I think we have to make a transition because we are going to need some time for our next segment.
0: Um, An agreement that I won the Aaron Donald argument. I appreciate that. I also
1: know that 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 will be a a third poll uh, who won the Aaron Donald uh, uh, argument. Can't Um, wait. Yes. (laughs) Can't wait. (laughs) Can't wait. All right. So uh, basically, I proposed this idea. you know, great transition from we're talking about the Super Bowl to us creating our own Super Teams, and I we threw out this idea: Hey, let's create uh, a Super Team on our show. We go back and forth picking players, and we basically used a salary cap of 150 million dollars as opposed to the 189 because we're only doing 22 players. It should
0: just... be over 200 this year, right?
1: It's, I think it's like no, it's way more than two. I think it's like 208 or something yeah. like that. It was so, 189
0: well, in 2021, right? Like that's exact, what the cap number was.
1: Exactly. There. So I said let's do let's just do like one fifty and you save the thirty-nine million for the other bench players and what have you. So we're doing 150 million dollars, and we're also doing the 2021 salary cap numbers. So the emphasis here is cap just, hit, not base salary cap hit. Exactly, exactly. And I thought this would be too easy if we just realize we'll just use a lot of rookie contracts. So we are limited to the amount of rookie contracts we can use on our team. Six in total. You can use them any which way you want. You can do three and three, four and two, whatever you want to do. Uh, That's just how the cookie crumbles. And we will just – Go back and forth and create a super team and see who had the better super team. We'll let the public decide. And I think that's pretty much it, if I'm not mistaken. Did I miss anything?
0: No, you did not miss anything. Oh, 11 personnel. So let me just format it. So a quarterback, a running back, three wide receivers, tight end, your five offensive linemen. On defense, four down linemen, two linebackers, a slot corner, two cornerbacks, two safeties. I don't know if you broke it up by like, Hey, I'm just gonna look at two safeties. I broke it up by like
1: free safety and strong safety. I, see, I just did two safeties and corners, and I okay. did uh, and for the the four down linemen, I did a uh, edge. So like, uh, outside
0: linebackers, it's like stand yeah. up edge, hand in the dirt edge. you treat the same. Yeah,
1: I'll make them a Leo, but anything else, nothing else crazy. I'm not running like a NASCAR formation or
0: no, but like you were basically like, like. Bud Dupree or Chandler Jones, where you go look at them, they're labeled an outside linebacker, but you and I would call them a, an edge rusher, defensive yeah. end all day long. Yeah, um, so. All right, cool. I, and I did, uh, I did and also,
1: uh, <clears throat> earlier today, we decided who would go first. Uh, Weston said he would want to go first on the defensive side of the ball. I said, too bad. Uh, You're going first on the offensive side of the ball. By
0: we decided, Lou (laughs) asked me which one I wanted to go first with. I surprised him by saying defense, and he's like, congratulations, you're going to go first on offense. (laughs) So I'm giving him the benefit of the doubt because this is his segment. He came up with it. I didn't – I'm going to be the first to admit it. I wasn't married to this idea by any means because, like, I was one who was like, let's lower the salary cap. Let's make it a little bit more difficult. We did to
1: 150. Yeah, We'd yeah, yeah, on yeah. 170. But
0: I was like – I mean, dude, if it was at 170, like after going through these numbers, like, uh, yeah. we could have anybody across this 22, right? Yeah, like, because
1: the 2021 salary cap numbers are really wonky because a lot of people pretty much what they just convert into uh, probably signing bonuses or push it down the road. So some of these players you're, we're going to be talking about have a lower salary cap than you would even get... imagine exactly
0: so let's do this when you announce your pick position cap number i'm gonna have a mm-hmm. calculator ready
1: i'm just doing an excel and i'll just do the uh, sum okay sum so I'm a, but go, right. you can do it too i mean i'm, well, I'm going
0: gonna... i'm treating this like our weekly pickums. i'm gonna hand okay. write this too but i do have like i don't have an excel sheet in front of me but i have like an outline doc of multiple people at positions. Right. But it's going to be easy. Right. Cause like when you think of quarterback, I didn't have to list out 15 quarterbacks cause it's going to be one or the other. Right. And mm-hmm. I'm sure we both have the same strategy around it. Um, but I get to go first. So my, and just for, so we are doing offense first, yes. but we are not going by position. Like I could say running back right now and Luke mm-hmm. to go take his right tackle, like exactly. A, but I need you to tell me the position that you're designating. Are you choosing actual right tackles? Are you? No, nah, I just I just did
1: tackles. I have oh, right tackles. I have right tackles too.
0: Okay, I, I broke them down by. I mean, like individual positions, bro. Okay. Um. All right. So I get to go first, and with the first pick in the 2022 <laughs> Super Team Draft. Weston Smith's team chooses quarterback Justin Herbert.
1: Ooh. Uh
0: six million dollar cap number in 2021. Okay. All uh, right. Well, Weston I had a- let me tell why. Let me say why. everybody you got you get a like a a 10 second window to tell why, right? Like, and this is not gonna be about stats, just rhyme or reason. Uh for me. Obviously, you know how I feel about Justin Herbert. He's an uber-talented quarterback. But most importantly, when I'm playing with mathematical numbers, the easiest to work is a superstar quarterback who's sitting on a rookie contract. He is my first of six rookie selections, and having a $6 million number is way more cost-effective than a Aaron Rodgers, Russell Wilson, who
1: have $25, $30 million cap numbers. Of course, yep. See, I had a feeling you were going to do that, and I'm fine by that because now you're done at the quarterback position, and there's another young quarterback I can get that has a low salary cap number. Yep. So- I was going to be one or the other. So whoever went first,
0: it was I knew you were thinking the same thing. So it was going to be – I mean, I had three here um, just in case, depending on who you picked.
1: Okay. So for the first pick of the 2020 – was it 21, I guess? Well, we're, 20, yeah.
0: tw- we're in 2022, but we're going off yeah, 2021
1: 20- 20- numbers. Okay. So I will be taken – Well. I felt like you did me dirty. I'm gonna to have to do you dirty now. Tight end. No, no, not yeah, that's not how I roll. I will do left tackle. Nope. Debo Samuel. Wow. A... And let me tell you why. Uh so the the number what he when he brings that with the offense is phenomenal. Um it's it, it, you can use him as a running back. You can use him as a slot receiver. He just brings – he, he's an offensive weapon. And I know he's my first – You know, going to be like my first rookie too, so that's one down there too. But I just feel like he's so versatile and what he, he can really help a team out with yards after the catch and stuff like that. So that's why I went uh, Debo Samuel. All right. I love it. And, he, and he's like the only one that's really looking on my list of receivers, to be honest with you, that's like different then like i have a bunch of guys who play like each other so yeah
0: he is different um that actually opens up a an interesting option for me that i didn't think was going to be there i thought you might go somewhere else just based on a a cap number um so i'm with my second pick i'm gonna also
1: so by the way that what that what's that cap number it's like two million
0: two million 2.0 Yeah, just sort of for everybody's, we only went one decimal point here for just like Vance. You
1: math. know what? I kind of messed up. You're going to have to do my calculations. I have two point oh. I have, I have two point oh nine. So yeah,
0: two two point okay. zero, right? Two point yeah. zero. No rounding up. Just whatever that second, whatever that number is, that's a decimal point. That's what it is. Um, two point. So two point zero. I'm also going to address the wide receiver position with my second pick, and I'm going to take Cooper Cup, who is a five point three million dollar number um and although he is young he is on a new contract so that does not count as a rookie contract Mm -hmm. and all the obviously obvious reasons triple triple crown in receptions yards touchdowns i mean he had the year that wide receivers uh, um dream of and he did it so many ways he blocks um he's mr reliable uh super bowl mvp right he runs super bowl mvp i think if i remember correctly because i didn't watch the the post game show which by the way i think they should vote on the super bowl mvp like monday following the game not when all these reporters are rushing down and
1: who would have been the super bowl mvp then still
0: would have been cooper cop dude you can't you you can't can't deny what it's always it's more often than not going to be an offensive player um, surprisingly, he wasn't a quarterback in this instance, but yeah. So I'll go Cooper Cup, five point three million. Okay. Ninety-two point three PFF grade,
1: by the way. Okay. All right. So with my next pick, I'm gonna get crazy here now. I am going to pick from the Green Bay Packers, Devontae Adams. Ooh, sixteen point seven. So that's a sixteen. I thought we did. That's sixteen million. Right? No, uh, the first 20, step, uh, okay. First 60. number after a decimal point. Yeah, that's fine. He he is the best receiver in the league. And I feel like I I had to pair him up with Cooper, uh, with uh Debo Samuel. That's a hell of a one-two. God,
0: uh, that's like
1: that because there's such different skill sets. And I just that's why I, I, had, I had to pair him up on that. And I and I pretty much went into knowing this that I would have to do this. Like I wanted to do something like this.
0: Yep. Hey, listen, everybody's gonna choose where they're gonna spend their their big dollar amount, right? Um how do I how do you cross somebody out? Damn it.
1: I just make them red. Yeah, not a bad idea. Who's the boomer in this uh show?
0: <laughs> Bro, I'm I'm old <laughs> as you can I'm as old <laughs> as you can imagine. Um when it comes to technology. I'm so bad. All right. I'm gonna make my next pick. My next pick. Left tackle from the San Francisco 49ers, Trent Williams.
1: I was between him. I was going to take him, but there's so many tackles out there.
0: There's there's some good ones, but I, I can't ignore that cap number, 8.1. Yep. Like, that's – I mean, for the contract that he signed, I mean, if you've watched tape on Trent Williams, you know that he murders oh, people. yeah. It's awesome. Um, but he also – had a 97.8 PFF grade. He is the highest graded player ever for a single season since PFF came out. Um, He had a tremendous season. He's a tremendous player. You know, you just, most people just don't really like, like he died in, in Washington, you know, playing Mm -hmm. for the, what are they now? The commanders. I think they should have stayed the Washington football team. That's my personal opinion, but 8.1, a uh, million was his number.
1: I will follow suit because I want to ensure I do have a premium tackle. And I will use my second rookie selection and Rashawn Slater. Rashawn Slater, in my opinion, probably a top three to five tackle. And what's more impressive is the fact that I can get him at $3 million.
0: Yeah, I, I, I think he was top five PFF overall. Um, another interesting well, never mind. I'll I'll hang tight because you said we can pick just tackles, right? It doesn't have to be yeah, right, right tackle, Correct. left tackle.
1: Yeah, this That's yeah, your... I'm I'm making I'm making uh am making the You're making a left tackle or a right tackle? No, no, I am I'm making the rules.
0: Okay. All right. <laughs> so and we know where we stand there.
1: And you ha and you've selected Kittle, you said too, or no? No, no but didn't.
0: I no, but I'm about to. Okay. So <laughs> my tight end is Uh, so I'm picking my tight end, George Kittle, who's on a 5.4 million number, not a homer pick. We all know what Kittle does, catches the ball out Mm -hmm. of the, um, blocks like a left tackle in this league. Um, in my opinion, he is the best tight end in, in most complete and best tight end in football, 90.7 PFF, um, Grade just under 100, and that number is low because of the new contract and what they adjusted the cap to be. Mm -hmm. Not a rookie, he's not on his rookie pay scale anymore.
1: Okay, all right. So, looking at it, wait, who's your third pick? Rashawn Slater, right? Rashawn Slater, yep. All right, so I think. Okay, so I will I love the Fat Boys, right? Yep. And I am going to stick at the offensive line and I will pick Let me get Let me get Zach Martin, the best guard in the NFL. Uh it's a, it's a pricey uh, pricey uh, to go there. Um 9.9 million dollars but he is the premier right guard in the nfl and i just want to get he's my answer to your trent williams trent williams best left tackle um zach martin best guard
0: all right all right all right all right what do i want to address next All right, I'm going to go I'm going to go Damn it. I'm going to go take a running back right now. I'm going to take Jonathan Taylor. Okay. Uh we all we all know what he is and what he's done over the last let's just really call it a year and a half, but two seasons. That's a 1.7 million dollar number and that is my second rookie
1: so far. Okay. All right. Um, I'm gonna take one of your favorite players in the 2021 NFL draft, and I will be taking Jamar Chase. Uh, all right. Once again, yeah. I mean, I'm really trying to uh, beef up these uh these receivers here. So Jamar Chase, Debo, and Devonte Adams. Um, I love all the different skill sets they come out. And once again, this is my third rookie. I am picking uh on the offensive side of the ball. And his cap hit is 5.6 million. So, reasonable. I'll take it all day, twice on Sundays. So, give me Jamar Chase.
0: 5.6. And then your third rook. Mm-hmm. I got two rooks. All right. I'm going back to wide receiver land. And I'm going with my boy, Nuck, DeAndre Hopkins from the Arizona Cardinals. That's a $12.5 million number. Mm hmm. Um, I, I would argue, and we both argued, coming into the season, the best receiver in football we had, Devontae. But obviously injuries held him out the second half of the year. Um, but I, I like the compliment of DeAndre and Cooper at this point because you can line Cooper up all over the field. DeAndre is going to stay outside. So uh, nice compliments to one another.
1: Mm-hmm. All right. All right. So for my next pick, I will. I am going to. I'm going to tackle the the tight end position. I will do Mark Andrews. That's uh, good. And the reason you, it, it's it's all about the value here. Now, uh, Mark Andrews provides you some cap flexibility. Uh, his is three point one. So uh, and he's one of the best tight ends out there. He's not, he's, he's tier under, I'm going to say Kittle uh, and Kelsey and also a Waller, but he's still, he just showed like even last year, he didn't even need Lamar Jackson and he's still balled out with Huntley and some other guys too. So I'm going to say Mark Andrews is my tight end.
0: All right. All right, um, where to go, where to go, where to go. All
1: right,
0: I'm going to address my other tackle position. So my right tackle, and I'm changing my philosophy here. I'm going to go with Jordan Milata from the Philadelphia Eagles.
1: Interesting. He's yeah. a rookie, right? That's a rookie uh, contract. No, I don't think so. 100% it is. Uh oh. Then,
0: then I'm changing my pick.
1: <laughs> well, he's Are a rookie contract. Yeah. Is he? I'm pretty confident that's a rookie contract right there. I wrote down all the rookies. Let me see.
0: Right, I have it. If that's a mistake. I apologize. no he's not new contract signed a four year 64 million he's outside of his rookie contract Ah, first year was 2021 with a 2.8 million dollar cap hit
1: that's pretty impressive there
0: i knew i was like i wrote down like who are the rookies and highlight i was gonna go with and i almost went this is why i specifically asked you in the beginning i was like are you just looking at tackles or Mm -hmm. did you do left tackle right tackle because i was targeting a very specific right tackle uh that would uh still ate up that that rookie contract so i'm going uh again jordan mailata from the philadelphia eagles at a 2.8 million dollar number
1: okay i'm saving my um uh, i'm not gonna tell you my strategy but anyways um <clears throat> saving all your for- money
0: for the defense
1: no, i didn't say that um i will pick perhaps i'm gonna pick i'm gonna go another tackle here and before he got hurt, this guy was right underneath. Um, I'm going to say uh, Trent Williams is the best offensive tackle in the league. I will go David Bakhtiari at 10.9.
0: All right. So that's your right tackle, right? But Just, just, just a just, tackle, yeah. yeah, yeah, just yeah tackle. Sorry, I'm listening. And what was his number? 10.9. 10.9. 10.9. We're going to add these up when we're done with offense, just so you have a quick I, I, I
1: have it on my Excel file. I know exactly where I stand, my friend.
0: How many? What, what's your dollar spent so far?
1: Uh, why don't I have to tell you? Oh. Wait, yeah, I'll tell you at the, yeah, I'll tell you at the end. All
0: right. Well, then we're going to pause. I'm going to add them up because I'm not staring at your Excel sheet. No,
1: of course. Of course. Go ahead. Yeah. All right. On your next.
0: All right. I'm going to go. Ooh, this is tough. Tough, 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 tough. Well, you know what? I'm going to make the move here because I switched some things. I'm going to go back to wide receiver. And I'm going to go Justin Jefferson.
1: Another rookie. So is that three for you?
0: That's three, but he's at a 2.9 number. So three rookies. Mm
1: -hmm. Burner. Golly
0: board looked entirely different before we started this.
1: <laughs> All right. So for me um, I'm just going to get my running back out of here. Um, it's going to be, it, it's going to sound like a, a, a Homer pick, but it's not. Uh, I told you last year, this guy was a top 10 running back and I felt like I kind of got a little backlash <laughs> for that. And guess what? He kind of balled out in the Alvin Camaro role in the with the Los Angeles Chargers. I love the versatility he brings. He can rush it. He can he can catch it. Uh he can do so many different things. I'm doing Austin Eckler for five point seven five million.
0: That's a good buy though. You know what I mean? Like at five point mm-hmm. Is that he's he's not under a rookie contract anymore, right? Nope. Okay.
1: He was undrafted free agent. I mean no way he's getting a rookie contract that's right. true. So
0: what do they got three years under their rookie contract? Do they get I thought it was four if you were drafted, five potentially if you were a first-round pick.
1: No, no, no. <laughs> I don't know that.
0: Okay. Um, neither here nor there. All right, so what do I need to address here? I have two offensive linemen. I'm going to go address left my left guard. And once upon a time, this man was the meanest man in the NFL. A little bit of an offseason, but I'm going to go with Quentin Nelson.
1: Okay. He was uh, – I would love to pair him up with uh...
0: – That's a 7.7 7 number. Yeah. Oh, wait, 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 it wait. It is wait. a 7. He's a rookie. Hold on a second. That changes things. See, this is what happens because I didn't have this guy. I had him on my board, but I didn't have me
1: – That's what I'm doing right now, yeah.
0: <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I'm – 18 yeah he didn't sign nothing new
1: trust me he's not that one i I can i can
0: all right i don't want to take him then that that messes up my number all right so forget that i took all right
1: so this is why i thought you had the trouble my friend the the fat boys
0: no um give me my i'm gonna go address my center right now and i'm gonna take jason kelsey from the philadelphia eagles at a 5.5 number okay Sorry about that i i I just didn't. <sighs> that skews my numbers. Hold on you 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 go right. Your last one was Eckler, so you're up. Mm-hmm.
1: All right, so uh, I think I got you. Did you you didn't take Nelson, correct?
0: I didn't take Nelson. No.
1: Okay. So I need. Well, <clears throat> I'm gonna take. Joe Thuney guard 4.5 million dollar hit from Kansas That's City it? Yeah, I know. Uh it was a 4.5 4.5 the backload of contract. Uh he was part of that revitalized offensive line with the Kansas City Chiefs. They let like I think a ridiculous amount like they didn't Give up any sacks, and he's really solid against the you know the run too. So uh, he's be a great complement on the other side of Zach Martin. So Joe Thune, four and a half million dollars. He's that old school rugged, you know, uh, lunch pail. whatever you know cliche you want to throw him. That's your guy, man. So Joe Thuney. And I agree with that. I have to pivot now because of uh, I kind of messed up on something.
0: You took an extra rookie that you weren't planning on taking.
1: Bingo. His name yep. was Jam- his name was Jamar Chase.
0: Yep. It, I'm just I'm I'm averaging out what I'm looking at right now because there are. Seeing where I'm gonna make up this money. All right. I'm gonna take I'm gonna take a guard. It's my right guard, and it's Wyatt Teller oh, of the Cleveland Browns. Very good. Not on a rookie contract for 2.6 million with an PFF grade in 2021.
1: Very impressive. Yeah, no. um... And you said I was going to have trouble with the fat guys? I did more of my research on the big guys. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So. Okay. So this. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. I think I'm on my last pick. You have
0: two more. No, you have
1: two more. And I have one more. How do I have two more?
0: Because you have.
1: I have. Two guards, One, two, two tackles, three. a tight end, three receivers, a running back. Oh, I do have two more. A I, center.
0: I and uh, what else do you need?
1: Uh, quarterback.
0: Oh, yeah. oh, you haven't taken your quarterback yet. But... I mean,
1: once you picked yours, I mean, why, where's the rush yeah. to pick mine? All sure. right. So um, I was going to take Joe Burrow, right? But me messing up and taking Jamar Chase, I wouldn't really call that a mess up. It's just a lot of too many rookies on the offensive side of the ball for me. So I couldn't do that. So right now, as you see, if you probably see me on my screen, I had to kind of scramble a little bit, sc- scramble a little bit. And then I realized something. We talked about this, about the chiefs downfall. And the chiefs downfall we're saying is because they, the chiefs back pretty much, they backloaded Patrick Mahomes contract. But in 2021, Patrick Mahomes contract, was 7.4 million dollars. What seven? That's why I just double checked. I'm like, yeah, I'm like, please let this be because I can't take another rookie. So my starting quarterback is Patrick Mahomes, Jackson Mahomes, and his wife. Was it Brittany Mahomes? Brittany. Brittany I get yeah. I get them all for 7.4 million dollars. If that <laughs> isn't value, I don't know <laughs> what the hell is
0: <laughs> they should pay you to take the other two.
1: You know that's called that's called dead money. <laughs> uh, yeah,
0: legit dead money, dude. Um, honestly, damn, I not I, I have to like see this with my own two eyes. That I, I just
1: checked. I just checked it out, man. That's what I was doing on the phone the whole time.
0: You know, you have a computer in front of you, right? Like we. When...
1: <laughs> <laughs> I have I have so many different things up right now.
0: Wow. 2022 is a $35 million cap. It's 7.4 this year. Yeah. Oh, my goodness.
1: You want to talk Um, about winning?
0: The other guy that I had outside of Burrow, so I had the obvious is Herbert and Burrow, and I was starting with either one of them, was Josh Allen because I thought his number was even favorable at 10.2, and he's outside his rookie contract.
1: I wanted Allen, too. I wanted. I would rather Allen over Mahomes, but three. I need to say that three million.
0: Who'd, who'd you take it? Oh, Eckler at running back. All right. So I have my last guard position that I need to fill. I've saved some money here that I wasn't expecting to spend. Um, but if I take them, that's four, five, six.
1: And you have to get Nick Bosa with your first pick. So that's, good. Yeah. that's the that's, 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 best right. defensive that's, player in the league. Yeah. So, that, yeah. So, all
0: right. Um, it's going to sound like a Homer pick, man, but it's really not. If you look at performance going back to guard and I'm going with Lakin Tomlinson
1: that's definitely a Se- pick.
0: no dude, 75.9 PFF 6.6 6 number pro baller this year. Uh, a formidable size, repairing him with his partner in crime, Trent Williams. What's his cap? Left hit? side of
1: our lines. What's that? What's his cap
0: at?
1: 6.6. See, I would have uh, – if I was you, I would have taken Joel Pedonia, Petonio at uh,
0: 8.1. I can only have so many Cleveland Browns on my roster. Yeah, but their offensive line is really good. No, I just I, – I think I'm more top-heavy defensive spend than I am offensive spend.
1: Okay. All right, so for me <clears> – <throat> I really what, wanted. What I just, is this? This is center, center. And I really wanted to get JC Treder because I do hold the Cleveland Browns and in, in the high guard. Of course, guard, and I think JC Treder is probably top three uh, center. Uh, the problem with that being a top three center, he also gets paid like a top three center, and it's uh, eleven eleven million dollars. And I just don't, yeah, you know, I just don't want to because I, I did some other things. I took Bakhtiari. I didn't think I was going to take him. Uh, <clears throat> so. Instead, I have to kind of save a little more money. So, I took a top five center. And uh, if you're going to be a homer, I'm going to do. I'm going to one up you. Yeah, this is the right. This is the right pick. Corey Lindsley, six point six million. Uh, This guy was phenomenal. He he left like, I think I don't even think he left a sack this year. Uh, The the pressures he gave up was minimal. He's so intelligent, so cerebral. He was part of the reason why that offensive line of the LA uh, LA Chargers was revamped, and they're actually like above mediocre uh they've always been awful but his intelligence of the game and his tenacity he's not the biggest guy but he has a lot of fight in him it's not what's what's the saying Weston? it's not the uh, the, not the f- size of the dog, dog it's the size of the fight in the dog it's something like that yeah so i'm taking Corey lindsley all right so all that right. wraps us
0: up offensively i'm just adding you. up my numbers right now
1: i can tell you mine
0: you're not you're not keeping track of mine
1: no, nah, I mean, I mean what, what's the, we can lie to ch- women, you can lie to children, you can't lie to men. I hope, I hope you would. Uh,
0: so I only th- spent 59.4 million on offense.
1: Okay, that's fine.
0: What'd you spend?
1: 75.45.
0: Damn, you're like right to the T, 50-50 split, bro. 75-75 and 75 is a buck and a half. <laughs> this
1: is, this is premeditated. I, listen,
0: go to jail for life for premeditated, bro. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here we go. Recap. You got four Rooks, three Rooks. No, oh, I got three Rooks. Three, I got three. All right. Yep. Who are your Rooks again? Uh, Jefferson, Herbert, Jonathan Taylor.
1: Okay, mine is Debo. Three studs. Debo, Jamar Chase, and Rashawn Slater. No slouches three, either. Th- three studs.
0: All right, <sighs> and all right, you little crybaby. Since you wanted to go first on defense, go ahead. I, I have I, a I, feeling this pick is going back to what
1: our argument was just about. But I am going with the best player on the defensive side of the ball in the NFL that plays a, that plays such an integral. It's all about pressure, and what have we said all during Weston with our show? It's so much harder to get interior pressure than the. It's so much more disruptive when you're getting pressure from the outside, Weston. Guess what? You can. There's numerous things you can do. You can't do something when someone's rushing right up in your grill. I'm going Aaron Donald with that. Fourth, it's it's a hefty number. I get it, but I did plan for this. So um, Aaron Donald, fourteen point three million.
0: All right, 14.3. All right. He's on a you- rookie contract right now. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Maybe the old school pay wages, you know.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. When, I mean was Stafford was the last to do that, right? That no, literally Brad got Bradford. Oh, uh, was Bradford, that's right. Was Bradford after Stafford?
1: Yeah, I think so. Where's our Stat boy? You know, you make your pick, I'll take a look.
0: All right, take a look. Because I I think I mean, Bradford's made more money in the NFL than anybody for doing and accomplishing nothing. absolutely nothing. All right. First pick for me on the defensive side of the ball is I do agree that pressure is important, um, but I'm also looking to take advantage of this individual's rookie cap wage before his number looks a lot more like his brother's, if not more on an annual basis. So I'm going with Mr. Nick. Bosa, and that's at a nine point two number.
1: I mean, you're saying that's a rookie contract, and I get it; it is, but that's still a high number for a rookie. It's fourth year of
0: the of the rookie contract, though.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: Third okay. year of third nineteen was rookie 20, 21 one. Third year of the rookie contract, no, bro. It, but he's it, also no, about to get paid thirty million dollars a year.
1: Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. No, I hear you. All right, so by the way, Stafford was drafted in – I mean, Bradford was drafted in 2010.
0: And Stafford was 09, right?
1: Let's find out. 09. So it was Bradford. I was right.
0: All right. But But Stafford was one of the – where you got the five-year, $65 million guaranteed like contract. (laughs) All
1: All right. right. Who's number two for you? (laughs) Okay. So for me – I had to have this player on my team because um, he does so much. And if anyone who's followed me and, and especially perhaps followed our draft show, you're going to realize I had a man crush. He was one of my guys in our, in our coverage of last year's NFL draft. Uh, I said, please don't let this guy go to someone who just drops him in coverage. And he did so much this year. He was, Arguably, you can make a, you know, he's defensive player, rookie, defensive um, rookie of the year. You could have made an argument. He should have been in consideration for defensive player of the year. I'm going Micah Parsons, $3.1 million. The kid can cover, he can run, he can chase. And guess what? He can get to the quarterback too. So to have all those different skill sets uh, is invaluable, in my opinion. Great pick. Thank you. you. And he is a rookie. So, yeah. So that's four and four right now right yep all right see that's how you pick a rookie contract my friend
0: yeah well i mean eight point nine point two for defensive end like i guess it's not as bad because of the way they've worked the other numbers so i'm gonna go back to the edge I'm going back to the edge, and I'm taking T.J. Watt.
1: Oh my god! Thank God.
0: You were gonna take. You are gonna take Garrett.
1: Yeah. So I, I can just save Garrett until later, then. Okay.
0: Why? I I, I thought I can put him at D tackle too. No, no, no.
1: <laughs> <laughs> T.J. Watt,
0: eight point one. I had Garrett highlighted here, but I spent a little. I'm just. I'm making adjustments on the fly. I never go with my gut.
1: Okay. All right. I am going to the cornerback position. <clears throat> AKA something that you is near and dear to you. Sure is. All right. I'm doing I'm picking this I'm selecting this player because he is phenomenal at creating turnovers and game and huge uh, game-changing plays here. And he's a rookie. I get that. But the amount what he, can, what he can bring to the defensive side of the ball, taking the ball away from opposing you know, quarterbacks, cannot be understated. You know, stated. And I feel like he doesn't get enough love and attention. He will, though, this offseason. I'm going with out of New England, J.C. Jackson. I think he had like eight interceptions wow. this year, if I'm not mistaken. Fucker. And his number is 3.3. 3. Right. So I will take a turnover machine at only 3.3. 3. Million! Wow, he just was he on your radar, bro?
0: He was literally number one for me. That was yeah, my yeah. next pick. Like, was going to him to make to get that out of the way. Yeah, right. he
1: can and he plays really good at man coverage. Um, yeah, he can do it all, man. I, yeah. I'm a and he's, he's not fan.
0: on a rookie contract too.
1: He's not. No, he's not. Huh? I thought he was. Hold on. I know he had like um he was unre no he was a restricted a restricted free agent
0: yeah so this is a new contract one year 3.3 he's not on a rookie contract i didn't even know that well then shame on you he's in a rookie contract
1: (laughs) (laughs) yes sometimes it's better to be uh lucky than lucky than good that
0: that's a fact dude that is an absolute fact i'm staying at the cornerback because you know what actually That hurt. I might have, I might have that, that. That hurt a lot because I didn't think that was something that I had to concern myself with. So now I think I have to fight dirty here. Okay. I'm going with what I think is one of the most versatile defensive players when healthy to play the game of football and Love play so many positions. Um, I'm hoping this stings you a little oh, bit
1: you're, you're a twat.
0: and I'm going with strong safety Derwin James of the that Los hurts. Angeles Chargers at a you're, three 3.9 number and a rookie contract.
1: You're just, you're just being mean now.
0: Well, I didn't think I had to worry about you with JC. Of
1: course you do. All right. Well, I'm getting back out there at the cornerback position. You should you take how are you going to take a safety of a cornerback? Um, I don't think you like this guy, but I don't care. I think he's your prototypical height, size, speed, and he can help he can he can he can he can, he can basically cut a field in half for you. He's the best corner in this league right now. And what I love about him too, which is really important, is because the league is becoming more of an outside run, more outside zone run, and you're what you're when you're doing to cornerbacks, you're putting them on the island because with the new rule, they can no longer duck and take out the legs of offensive linemen. You have to actually face those blocks now, so it's going to challenge a lot of cornerbacks. He's not your undersized cornerback. I'm going with Jalen Ramsey of the Los Angeles Rams, nine point seven million dollar hit.
0: I'm really pissed at myself right now.
1: It was one... It, you better get yourself a corner, bro.
0: I, yeah. Um, well, <laughs> I don't have to worry now because you don't have any. Uh, you, you're done with corners anyway. No, well, not because you got a nickel left. Um, yeah. Wow. Literally took my two guys right away from me. But Derwin wasn't one. Was Derwin... Just lie to me and tell me Derwin was on your radar.
1: He was on my radar, but he okay. wasn't
0: my top. He wasn't your guy?
1: They were, I mean... Like I he wasn't him. a
0: safety that you accounted for.
1: No, he was, but he wasn't the number. Like, and uh yeah, no, I have like f- f- four. Right. Only it's it's all it's not just saying like the thing is is not trying just to just get the best players, but the best value. Yeah, yeah, yeah and yeah. I know, and I know he has a good value. So that sounds ignorant, but still. So I have five rookies.
0: Where else am I targeting? A rookie that's going to have to go bye-bye. Sorry, bud. You're going to have to go bye-bye.
1: Oh, shit. Are you liking this so far, or...
0: Yeah, I'm enjoying it more than I thought, but I'm a little pissed off right now because I just shot myself in the foot in defense, and I was more confident with my defense. But you taking both of those corners stings badly, like very badly. All right, so I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go spend my pick on my last rookie right now at the cornerback position. Uh, we had him earmarked, I think, in top two or three in the league, if not higher, from the Green Bay Packers, coming off of a, a tough season, just more from an injury perspective by Jair Jair Alexander at a 3.8
1: number. Very good. Uh, He was going to be my next pick if you didn't, only because uh, I didn't realize that uh, Jackson wasn't uh, under still the rookie contract. So kudos for you, man.
0: Well, those are
1: all my rookies.
0: So what do you you – you haven't – oh, you've only used one more. Michael Parsons. Yeah. So Um, you got two left.
1: mm -hmm. Which I'm not sure I'm even going to use –
0: but in my initial run through this, I only had four rookies. Yeah, and then things have changed. Like Justin Jefferson wasn't somebody that I was initially targeting. Okay,
1: so <clears throat> i I will be going best one of the best safeties in the league, Justin Simmons, uh, five point seven five five point seven million dollars. Uh, he, I mean, he does it all. He can play free safety, strong safety. He, he creates turnovers, he, and he's really good against, uh, you know, the run, too. He's not as – in my opinion, he's not as good as Derwin James, but what he is really good at is the, perhaps the one thing you can't teach, and that's availability. Availability is the best ability. So um, that's why I have Justin Simmons right there. Hold um. on.
0: I'm torn. Five point seven, right? Five point seven. Five point seven. All right. I'm going. Uh... All right. I'm going to go another cornerback here for me, value, TreDavious White.
1: TreDavious White. He was Six up there for seven. me. Yeah, Six he doesn't yeah, not he does. on a rookie
0: contract anymore either. Yep. Another guy that lost his year though.
1: Mhm. So TreDavious right. White. Okay, so for me there's better players available right now. But however, I got to be a little more frugal. Right. Yeah. yeah. I got to be where you want to spend your money. Yeah. So uh, he's another player that's uh, not un- unsung. Now, I'm between two. Uh, one is under rookie contract, the other is not. Um, I could go the rookie. You know what? I'm going to punt the ball on that. I'm going to buy myself t- some time and thinking who I want to go. So I will go with Miles Garrett. Uh 9.3, uh, 9.3 million. Uh, he's going to be my first edge. So, I just paired up Garrett and Aaron Donald on the same defensive line. I have a couple of shockers here, by the way, I think. I'm I hoping that shockers. But my,
0: but my game plan changed. All
1: right.
0: I'm sorry. Uh, Garrett, right? Mm-hmm. What was his number? 9.3. Bro, I'm like intense right now. Like scroll through my people (laughs) right now. I'm going to go address my linebacker position. LB1, Fred Warner, All-Pro Fred, with his new contract, is only a 3.6 number.
1: I think he was going to be probably my next pick. Possibly. Possibly. Okay. I need to see,
0: I need to see where I'm at dollars and cents wise right now.
1: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
0: Because I might go real big in a second.
1: Like how big?
0: <laughs> You're about to see.
1: <laughs> okay. So it's on me now, right? Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> you know what? I might as well. This is going to be my shocker, and people are not going to understand it. And I get that, and that's fine, right? You're not going to understand it because you don't watch football if you don't understand it. <laughs> Devondre Campbell. For the Green Bay Packers, wow, middle linebacker. This guy put up stats: hundred tackles, like three interceptions, three sacks, multiple forced fumbles. He was all. He definitely outkicked his uh, his contract this year, uh, and the contract's one point one milli. That's see, that's like being a savviness, right?
0: I'm surprised you didn't say Foisade (laughs) Alukan. I thought you
1: would, so I didn't want to take your boy.
0: Dude, I have I have them on my list, but um, that's a rookie contract still, too. Um, gotcha. So, uh, we're out of there. So, I'm going to go back to the defensive line. I'm going to go address my defensive tackle in DeForest Buckner.
1: That's a big one. When you're talking about being big, uh, he was not on my list because his contract is massive.
0: 17 mil is that number right now
1: yeah no his 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 contract is pretty damn up there he's a fantastic player don't get me wrong and the colts had the room had like room to incorporate that large number earlier than later so um so yeah so uh you know you could afford him because you went you went kind of cheap uh i want to say for uh you know in in the offensive side but yeah perfect uh, uh selection right there yeah i feel like it so we'll see Okay. So, I'm torn, right? I'm not going to tell you but I had I'm actually pivoting last minute and <clears throat> basically I love one player, but I think this other player brings a multitude uh different I'm not going to say the player until you're done selecting your player uh some of your players. So, I'm going to say cuz I can afford to actually have a rookie now because I only have one right now on the defensive side of the ball uh, and Micah Parsons, give me Jeffrey Simmons defensive tackle for Tennessee. This w- listen to, he is the next up and coming best interior uh, uh, defensive lineman in the game that you're going to be hearing about him. He balled out against the Bengals. He had like three sacks and this guy is just massive and he provides a uh, push up the middle and he's stout against the run where my other guy wasn't so much so, and he comes in at a, a a very favorable number at three point four.
0: Yeah, I, dude, I had him start all day, but I, I, that just that Justin Jefferson rookie swing, is what changed Chris Simmons off. Uh, excuse me, Jeffrey Simmons off my list. Um, so here we go. I'm going back to the defensive line. D tackle from the Kansas City Chiefs. I'm going Chris Jones. Okay. At
1: 8.5. All right. So now that you did Chris Jones, well, t- tell us about Chris Jones. What do you like about him? Why'd you pick him? Uh,
0: I think he, I, I just think he's an all around player. But more importantly, like we talked about, he, he can get pressure up the middle. You can, he is a chess piece that you can move outside as well. Uh, certainly just a big body capable of eating up some, some double teams, but, uh, you know, I've always been high on Chris Jones. I had him as one of our top pass rushers, um, coming into 2021.
1: Okay. My other guy that was between with, uh, Jeffrey Simmons, um, um and was Vita Ve. Vita yeah. Ve does not get a lot of love. He's fantastic. He's great, but he doesn't, uh, uh he can rush the passer and, and, and provide but He that.
0: eats up double teams. All day long.
1: And Jeffrey Simmons can do that somewhat, too. Uh, it's just that Vita Vey doesn't bring in enough pass rushing ability. as Je- His ceiling is not as high as Jeffrey Simmons' pass rushing ability.
0: Yeah. Um, no, I agree. Listen, another person that I, th- I think of in the same vein as Vita Vey is Kenny Clark from I have him here. Yeah. yeah, I have him on my list, too. I um, had him starred and highlighted As someone but I found a couple extra bucks Here and those couple extra bucks go buy you a little Bit more of a pass rusher and that's that's Chris Jones from the Mm -hmm. defensive Tackle position for me as well although I do still Think he's more of an effective edge rusher Than he is interior rusher uh, But still one of those guys that Just has good leverage even Though he's a tall guy um, You know does well getting pressure up the middle Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. All right so You're up right with after Wait how many you got one two three four Five six seven eight
1: one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Yeah, you're up. Okay. Three picks left. So I'll pick my second safety and I will take the gentleman out there in Buffalo. Now that Buffalo, I've said, had the best safety t- tandems out there. And this uh, guy finished uh, fourth in the league in interceptions this year, Jordan uh, Poyer uh, oh. at $5.2 million. So he finished fourth in the league this year in interceptions. And he's phenomenal in coverage. He does a great job disguising what half of the field he's playing. If he's playing a, uh, sing, you know, high single field, uh, center field type of position, or just more of like a half position on the cover too. So I'm going to say Jordan Poyer to pair up with Justin Simmons, baby.
0: Yeah, um, you know, I see your Jordan Jordan Poyer, and I raise <laughs> you Micah Hyde. I went to cheaper
1: route. I'm fine with either of those, to be honest with you.
0: Yeah, um, I agree. I mean, Buffalo's secondary was ridiculous. Um, and they have been, right? Like this isn't anything new. Um, but I'm going Micah high, um, six point five. I think he had five or six picks on the year, so he was in the top ten um in the NFL as well. So that that's that's gonna wrap up the safety position for me with Derwin and, and, yeah, and Micah.
1: And, yeah. yeah. All right, so it's now on me. Okay, so for me, I actually might have money left over. Believe it or not, that's
0: I am going to have money left over too. Too. That, so
1: th- that's how good I really, you know, did this. I am
0: going to have like four or five million left.
1: I might have. We'll see. I am going to try to get every dollar out there. Okay, so um, <clears throat> I need another corner. And uh, there's two routes. How many corners do you have, by the way?
0: I have two. So we both need another corner and another linebacker. Both of us. We have the exact same need right now. Oh, no, you have two linebackers. I need an edge player. You need an edge. I need a corner.
1: Okay. So there's one or two things I can do. You know what? If you ain't about it, you know, if you don't, I'm 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 about it. We've had these arguments. What's what's more important, a corner or an edge player?
0: You know my stance,
1: and you know my stance. You know what? And I'm about it, and I think everyone forgot this gentleman's name because he didn't play this year. Give me Khalil Mack.
0: Mack, yeah.
1: Return of the Mack, and you know what? He gets slept on because. No one thinks, you know. Everyone's focused on that awful, def- uh, awful, awful offense. What's his number? It's is it high. a balloon? It's fourteen point six, so it's high. But I, this is where you plan. This, yeah, these yeah, are yeah. The thing, This is so. This is where you plan. We should be general managers, bro. Yeah, I'm. I'm good at this shit.
0: Um, so I got a linebacker in a corner left. See, I, I might have misplayed this because so I started breaking out like traditional slot nickel corners but reality we're drafting three corners is what it really comes down to yeah so I'm gonna I'm gonna spend a little bit of money because I got the money here to spend and I'm gonna go get my rain little Wayne I'm gonna go get myself Xavier and Howard.
1: Yeah, turnover machine, bro.
0: Yeah. Um, at 12.1 million. Damn, that still leaves me with roughly like 11 million.
1: For what? what what's your last position now? Linebacker. Ah, uh,
0: can I stru- can I restructure people's contracts?
1: You know what? I I have the luxury because I didn't blow my low. All right. So, do you need a center? uh, I mean, a cornerback or no? Nope. You You do. Okay. So, I really wanted Darius Slay. Can't afford him. Cannot afford him. Uh, His uh, salary cap number was six point six, and I only can afford five point three. So, and once again, I had a pivot. I didn't. I didn't know JC Jackson was not on a rookie contract. So, big play Slay. Can't do big play, Cy. Too much money. What's his number? What was his number? 6.6. I can afford 5.3. Okay. However, this is where being lucky is better than being good. Give me Patrick Sertain.
0: And you got that rookie contract. And that rookie
1: contract at 3.8.
0: Did you look up J.C.
1: Horn's number by any chance? I did not. I just wouldn't feel comfortable throwing him in here like that. Uh five point what is his? what certain's 3.8 so i still have some money left over don't get me wrong but
0: you you got got to to, keep it you got to keep your fictitious 1.5 million dollars left i'll
1: I'll roll it over to the next show
0: (laughs) yeah so um all right so that leaves me with my last pick on the defensive side of the ball um and it's going to come down to to linebackers Boy, would I love to throw Bobby Wagner next to Fred, Fred Warner. Uh, but Wagner's number seventeen point one. 17.1. It's always That's a large number.
1: For a so, off-the-ball linebacker.
0: Yeah. Um, dude, real quick. If you had to guess what Devin White's PFF rating was, what would you think it would be? I can't get him because he's a rookie and I'm out of rookie contracts.
1: Uh, 86.4. 36.2. Oh, wow. He didn't have a good gear this year, I guess, huh?
0: He really didn't. I mean, Levante's was 78.8. Um, but I personally, this is this is my eye test. The gentleman that I'm going with is is my eye test. There are other names that you might think of that you would want to throw here, but this man has slept on time and time and time again, and all he is is super consistent. So, wrapping up, our 2022 Super Team Draft, Mr. Irrelevant in, <laughs> in for the team, is linebacker from the New Orleans Saints, Demario Davis, with a 6.9 number.
1: Nice. Um, but how much did you have left over? 11. Okay. Um, and this is where you got to know your AFC teams, bro. Why are you not picking Darius Leonard? Oh my God! I that, can't believe. Yeah, you just brought, I waited. You, I, I waited eight point two. I should have just. I, I should have just. I was like, oh, don't make a pick. All right. So what I want you to do right now, uh, go to your offense.
0: I'm gonna go redo my pick, and it's <laughs> Darius Leonard.
1: <laughs> All right. So what I want you to do is uh, read off your off, who's your starting offense, and then I'll read off my starting offense, and then we'll do defense, defense. So you go first, and then I'm we'll just, do. This I'm gonna do it
0: in the order that we picked.
1: So you Just do the starting quarterback, running back, receivers, tight end, right. tackle, right. guard,
0: quarterback, Justin Herbert, wide receivers, Cooper Cup, DeAndre Hopkins, Justin Jefferson, running back, Jonathan Taylor, tight end, George Kittle, left tackle, Trent Williams, right tackle, Jordan Mailata, center, Jason Kelsey, guards, Wyatt Teller, guard, Lank- Lakin Tomlinson.
1: Okay, for me. Quarterback, Patrick Mahomes. Running back, Austin Eckler. Wide receiver, Debo Samuel. Wide receiver, Devontae Adams. Wide receiver, Jamar Chase. Tight end, Mark Andrews. Offensive tackles, Rashawn Slater and David Bakhtiari. Guards, Zach Martin and Joe Thune. Center, Corey Lindsley. Now, let's go to the other
0: team's board. winning the Super Bowl, dude, yeah. on the <laughs>
1: offensive side of the yeah, ball. we're we're uh, top two.
0: Easily, all right. Defensively, uh, edge rushers Nick Bosa, T.J. Watt, anchor in the defensive line, DeForest Buckner, Chris Jones, linebacking Ooh. core of Fred. Yeah, that defensive line is nasty. Fred Warner and Demario Davis. Secondary corners: Jaire Alexander, Tre'Davious White, Xavier Howard. Safeties: Micah Hyde and Derwin James.
1: I didn't realize how good your interior defensive line is. Okay. Pretty good. All right. <clears throat> Edge rushers, Miles Garrett and Khalil Mack. Defensive tackles, Aaron Donald and Jeffrey Simmons. Linebackers, Micah Parsons, Devon Campbell. Cornerbacks, J.C. Jackson, Jalen Ramsey, Patrick Sertain. And safeties, Justin Simmons and Jordan Poyer. I think we have, we're going to have to – I'm gonna. We're gonna have to pull that. We're gonna have to. We have a lot of poles. Spread bunch, them out. Yeah, of a bunch out. of strippers because we're gonna be on some poles. <laughs> yeah, <week. laughs>
0: we're gonna be dancing from some poles like wildfire, dude. This is what was fun though was, I think, offensively, you and I probably had very different philosophies on like who we were gonna target, but I think defensively we were very similar. And you going first.
1: Would you have went Donald first? Yeah. I hate you. You just
0: you just lost your own argument. No, I did not. No, I did not. We're picking a team here, picking a team here. Strategy, because I knew you weren't going to take Nick Bosa.
1: But huh? What? though? No, you're picking Don. Why are you picking? All right. Why are you picking Donald?
0: Because I saved my money for the defensive side of the ball, so I knew that I could over. You're picking because he's the
1: best defensive player. Wow. You just. I hope people. listen no, did No, listen,
0: bro. Put this up. This is not it at all this is now a strategy some of these players that I picked are not the best players at their position some of them have value that fit into my salary cap that I need to work and are at the top of that value you're missing the argument again it is not that Aaron Donald is not a good football player I would take Aaron Donald on my football team right now I am just telling you when I say the term overrated it is because he is just He's no longer the best defensive player in the league. That's okay. That's okay.
1: All right. So I'll tell everyone where they can find us. Uh, this, was, this was great. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anything you want to say that before? Note. Yeah, on the outro? Uh, no, I just uh... – I
0: think we should take next week off, to be honest with you. It sounds like we have a couple polls here so we can recycle this content for uh, a couple of days here. But that'll give us uh, the time that we need to plan what free agency is going to look like for the show. Mm-hmm. Um, we're going to try to get some guests um, and, and have them support their teams and, and be and participate in that free agency. Um, see how that works out. If not, I need to excuse me i need the week off just to mentally recover from a a long football season uh been a lot of fun 2021 is officially in the bag but lou as you always do tell the people where they can find us
1: on instagram and twitter at wtf pod nfl and wesson where can they find and subscribe to our youtube channel
0: hit the like sign up for the notifications we're talking football on youtube you'll enjoy it you'll I know when you listen, you hear our passion, but when you see our faces talking to one another, and yeah. you see me get red and you see Lou roll his eyes, you'll know that we actually mean uh, what we're saying. But more, imp- more importantly is we just hope you appreciate and enjoy the content and we look forward to bringing you more.
1: All right. Take care. Adios.